0: What is up guys? Welcome back. This is your profile at Pradesh, and in this video, we have with us Alba Mustafaj, who is a software development engineer at Amazon Lux. So she has accepted my invitation to join us here to share her story and also we can expect some wonderful tips and advices to become a good software engineer. So first of all, welcome Alba and thanks for accepting my invite.
1: Hi, thank you very much for inviting. I hope this uh, session will be helpful for some people.
0: Yeah, hopefully. And uh, would you like to take a few minutes to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure.
1: So um, I'm an SD at Amazon. I've been here for a year and nine months now. Um, I started I, well, I actually joined Amazon right after graduating, so I had, I did my bachelor's in uh, Bilkant University in Turkey, and uh, this is actually my first full-time uh, experience, but uh, rather than that, I had uh, two internships as well um, in Germany, and that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> yeah, cool. So, can you share us with your experience as a software development engineer, and uh, how did you get uh, how did you get started and how did you get into Amazon?
1: Okay, so, um, yeah, it happened during my uh, last year of high school, actually. You know, like, we all have this feeling, so what are we going to do? And I I tried experimenting. Like, we, we had this competition, like a science competition, and I joined uh, it with a friend of mine. And we, had, we did, like, this uh, website, not super complicated, but anyway, that's what uh, kind of... Dragged me into this field, and then um, I decided that I decided to pursue my uh, bachelor's degree. But um, as I was graduating, uh, I also had this um, idea. So should I continue doing masters, or should I start working? But then I don't know. I just had the feeling that I I want to start working right away. So um, during my uh, last year. Um, uh, first semester of my last year, I applied uh, at Amazon, and around December, I started the process with them. I guess I can maybe provide some more details later, like um, yeah. when I also give some advices for. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So. So how is it to work at a big tech company like Amazon?
1: Oh, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, well. Actually, as I said, this is my first full-time experience. So rather than that, I had two others which were in startups. And like one was a startup, the other one was a research center. So I cannot really make the difference of how it is to be like full-time in a startup or a full-time in a like big top company. But it's pretty cool. And uh, one of the advantages, I think, that Amazon has is that since it's established, it has like, a lot, like the teams are pretty... Uh, like they have, they have um, like solid um, how do I say it, knowledge sharing um, methods, and this is very really cool. So for any new joiner, it's quite not quite easy, but it's not that hard to just fit in. Yeah, so you will always have somebody that can uh, mentor you in your first um, months. Or you can always schedule some uh, one-on-ones with other people if you want to know more about projects. So in terms of that, it's pretty cool. And in terms of um, the daily basis, it's um, it's pretty exciting, I think. Like you, you always, if like depends how you want to like structure your work, but like you you, you can always have something to look up to the next day, yeah. Like, to wake up and be like, okay, so today I want to accomplish that. Like there are a lot of opportunities. Um, And you can always maybe discuss with your manager to find something that fits you so you you never have to do something that you don't want to be doing or
0: That sounds amazing So what are your daily responsibilities? uh, as an SD
1: Okay, so it's not like it's not that every day is the same. It depends. Depends on the project uh, that I'm currently working on. Depends if I'm taking a new initiative. But let's say like a, if if uh, it's something that let's say like a normal day. Okay, I try to split my day into two parts. The first half is usually the most productive one because it's uh, I, I really like to start working early morning so we like get my workout in and then jump to uh to work um and the, like depends some days we have team meetings some days it's more free to focus on your tasks but usually it's like that like most of the day goes coding and then if you're if you're working on something new then maybe you will need to do some research or do some learning and uh, the, basically like the, the rest of the day will still go into like it, it's a mix, and if you i think that if you' like find yourself doing the not not the same thing but like falling into this kind of routine where you feel super comfortable, then I think you have to do something else yeah so it's just like yeah. make yourself uh kind of also upgrade yeah. <laughs> to, to progress or learn something new so in terms of that yeah it's it's quite dynamic like not i'm I'm not saying that every day is different, but it's uh you, like you can make uh, you have the space to do interesting things
0: I so uh, uh, what are the challenges uh, you would probably face as a software development engineer?
1: okay so um, so it also depends on the level so the, the more junior you are the more challenges you're going to be facing because uh, when you first join, like the, the first challenges are uh, getting to know the projects you're working on, the team and et cetera. But again, once you're very comfortable, then you're going to have to be working on something that um, will help you grow in the career perspective. So then you will have to learn new technologies and you'll have to design something, let's say. So you'll have to know the trade-offs. You have to. So I wouldn't say it's a challenge. It's like something that everybody has to go through in order to grow and to, to learn more. But basically, like, also in my opinion, like the m- main challenges, and which are also good ones, is that you should try to um, learn. Not, not, you should not only execute things and be comfortable in your comfort, uh, comfort zone. Yeah, you should always try to um, expand your, uh, your skills and actually uh, pick up things. That you may not feel super comfortable. And sometimes maybe you feel like hitting the wall, but that's what makes you grow. So that's like a challenge that I guess everybody has to go through and you can relate.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Is there any roadmap or any roadmaps or any plans to become a good or a great software engineer?
1: Okay. So I think that this so there's no nothing set in stone but it, it's also something personal like everybody knows what like everybody has that uh feeling that what they should do more in order to progress or maybe even if they don't know they're like this is quite quite relative but i think the main components are uh having good technical skills, like being a very good developer and later on also have a good understanding of infrastructure and how to set up things from scratch. And the other side is the soft skills, which are super important, I I believe, because although you may be technically very good, uh, soft skills are those that kind of help you uh, interact in your team, um, also communicate or make decisions or be a good leader. So that's also something that... Uh, Should be taken into account. Uh, In terms of, uh, for for the first part, I would say for um, being good at developing, there are also, again, a lot of categories. Like, for example, you should have, like, you should be good at knowing some principles, like, I don't know, TDD, like, test driven development, or um, other, like, keep it simple. You you should also, like, be familiar with paradigms, um, maybe. Um, and be able to compare them. So these these things do not come only from I don't know studying and having good like having a 4, 4.0 GPA. Like they come also with working or just reading art- articles in your uh, free time. <laughs> uh, and also for uh, for example, you should also be able to like identify which design patterns to use when, or like be good at at least one programming language and also with be familiar with the testing process. Because testing, I think, is also a very important uh, part of our job. Okay, although that some people may say, yeah, but I'm not a test engineer. I guess like we should have all the understanding also, again, of the databases and everything. And also for the infrastructure, I guess, like, we should be familiar with the builder tools. And um, like, although so there, there's also this thing. Many people may be working on something that are not super low level. And they may, may say that, I don't really need to know Maven or Gradle. But if you do, then it opens more doors. Because in the future, you may need to uh, work on that. So I guess that this is very important, like infrastructure and development and the soft skills. For the soft skills, I guess uh, the advice I could give would be if you have somebody that you really uh, like and you are looking up to. You can just try to if that person is some somebody like who's some a public speaker and you cannot really talk to them okay maybe try to see what they do but if there's somebody who's at your current company or somebody at your school you can just really approach to them and maybe ask like how did you get to this point like it's there there's nothing wrong it's not that uh, i mean we all have role models so in terms of i i would suggest that like if you if there's somebody you can reach out do it and also you can maybe um, books are also a very good um, um, source. For example, in our team, we also have like our managers also suggest, like uh, the books, like, for example, how to have a good day at work. And it has a really good examples, like mm, not only building soft skills, but also how to handle m- many things in your working environment, especially if you're new to it. I guess this will be for the juniors. And also, um, for example, de- depending if uh, what area, uh, also what team process you're interested in. Let's say, for example, you you like retrospectives, or you like operational excellence. Like there, there are many books. I can also maybe send you some links. Like uh, some of my favorite are uh, Agile Retrospectives. I don't know if you have uh, heard of it. And also this one that I mentioned, how to have a good day at work. And what I do because. I know that maybe we're uh kind of not lazy, but we don't have all the time in the world to read books and sometimes we want a summary. So I try to combine things that I like together so that I do maybe two things in one. So let's say this a book, How to Have a Good Day at Work. I have the Spanish version of it. So I, <laughs> I like reading in Spanish and at the same time I'm reading something that will like help me with my soft skills. Let's say so I would really advise people if they can find things that are fun to them but also work related.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. a that was a wonderful tip. So, um, mainly the common um, question which most people uh, come up with is how to prepare for technical interviews.
1: So there are many things to this one. So when when I was preparing, uh, I will share my experience and then what I think that, that isn't correct. Yeah. I mean no, it, in my opinion. So my personal experience was that uh, I, I applied, and then I had around two weeks to prepare for the interview and everything. And uh, I went to look at, you know, everybody Googles like most common questions, or they, and, uh, or they look at videos of other people, how they handled it. And I saw a video saying, um, so if you're in your second year of uh, university, then you're fine. You have two years to prepare. And there I was. I had two weeks. <laughs> To prepare for the interview and I was like, no, there must be something wrong here, but no, so really I don't I don't want to um, Be the one who who kind of says that you need to uh, Prepare like your whole life for it, but at the same time, I think that it's quite overwhelming if you um, Just leave everything for the end so based on my personal experience and my uh, the, the advices that I've given to other people I think that if you if you're like, um, if you're in high school or if you're in university or even if you're studying or doing something that's not really related to programming, and you see yourself having an interview in the future, I guess what you can do, like one one important thing is that you can enter uh, competitions, or for example, you can do some competitive programming. Like there 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 are amazing uh, methodologies. I, it really depends on the. Like the school that you're going, or maybe I don't know if this is online, but there are amazing ways to learn a lot of algorithms, uh, solve a lot of problems. Um, so I think this is a very good way, and this is something that I suggested to my brother, and he did that since he was in high school, so by the time he graduated, you really had like solid uh, foundations in problem solving so if you would like just interview him, it, he would do really good just because of practicing all the time and then Second thing is, once you're actually studying something, you're, uh, for example, you're in your CS 101 course, or you're, doing, um, you're in your algorithms course, uh, I know you have a lot of courses to study for. But at least if you can take some minutes, and after you learn, for example, a data structure, let's say you learned HashMaps today, you can just go into Hackerang or lead code or even like, just Google questions related to uh, this data structure, and then get the hang of it like, slowly. You don't have to like completely be um, oh, but I don't have enough knowledge on it, so maybe I should wait until I learn a bit more. No, you can just like gradually do uh, one like one by one, like each skill that you acquire, you can uh, as well uh, alongside um, practice. Um, and I also one thing, one other thing that I would suggest is um, take part in online competitions like Hash Code, uh, Code Jam, like all anything that you can find. Like now we're we're um, exposed to a lot of resources. So I guess that's we, we should, we should use them. And even if we feel like, yeah, but I don't think I'm going to score high again, like everything is, are like sm- is like a small piece that will prepare you for the, for the end result. I think this is, these three things are quite important. And if you're somebody that is already working and you're preparing for interviews, I guess, well, that's kind of hard, not hard, but. Since our daily work is a bit different from the <laughs> interview questions, but I guess that's i don't know we we're already used to
0: it so <laughs> Great. and that's uh, that's wonderful so uh, is there any programming languages uh, to be specified or to be focused um to be a software development engineer?
1: I think that it really depends on the job you're applying for i mean if you if if you just search like um uh, every year there's this like top language, like trending languages, let's say like Python or, but but if you're not working with it or if it's not necessary, I, it really, de- it also depends what you're looking for. If you're uncertain of what kind of job you're looking for, then maybe you should define that first. But I don't think that there's an exact uh, programming language that will get you anywhere. Uh, that's m- my personal experience because let's say, for example, we, um, I, I studied like when I started studying, I learned Java at first, and then every year in university we had to like work with other programming languages. So in the end, it was like a mix. I don't, I wouldn't suggest this either to just like scatter around everywhere. You should at least have like a strong uh, foundations in some language, but that's relative to what you're looking for.
0: Awesome. So, um, what would be the extra skill sets that a candidate should have to become a good software development engineer?
1: Um, I, th- I think that the soft skills are... Uh, the com- I think this, it's very important to also have um, good communication skills and also to at least try to have some teamwork. Uh, even if you like being an individual contributor, that's fine but it's good to at least have some experiences in more than one area more than that th- that the thing you uh, you really like doing and that will also help you build strong skills and also it depends what you aspire to be because maybe you're you want to be a principal engineer in the future so you start junior then you want to be senior and then a principal but maybe after that you want to be a manager so it it really depends on what you want to do but um i think that the the most important soft skills it's team communication Uh, that's very important like anyway like even if you the the, as you go up in your career you will always have to um uh, take decisions no matter of your role you have to engage with customers so i guess the more you practice these skills or the more as i said earlier that if there's somebody that you really um, see as a role model The more you learn from them that's i guess that
0: would be my advice awesome how can we get into amazon
1: basically what i think is important when you're when you're a college student is having something that will make you stand out because everybody like we what what are we going to be evaluated upon is um we don't we may have one or two internships but that's all we don't have any work experience so we have to have something that will make us um stand out except the interview like uh, your interview performance of that will be judged by uh, the interviewer but uh, in order to get into that step of being um, selected to get the interview i guess that you might you should have something that uh, shows that you're you're an active learner that you're or maybe also as i said participate into a competitive uh, programming um sessions or I don't know maybe but it's that's not that doesn't guarantee that you're gonna get some reward and that's totally fine but I would say one thing is this like trying to be involved into technical competitions and the other thing I would say that you can also do uh, while you're studying is um, build projects so build the projects in a wise way so don't just build them to uh, get a grade be creative, I would say. Like, for example, in my case, uh, we we had this uh, OP class. I guess most of uh, students have it. Uh, Object oriented patterns, and we were we were told. So you should d- design, do everything that like as, as you think, and you will be graded on it, of course. But you, the technologies are your are your decision, so you can do whatever you want. So what I did is, I said, okay, so maybe I should learn C sharp, and maybe I learn uh, some like. Um, unity or maybe like, you know um, this is something that you can do it's it, it won't take you extra time from your studies but it will also make you stand out because it shows that you can actually do something outside of the curriculum and you can do it well so I think that's something that uh, when they're hiring they're le- they're looking for showing that you you have a not only a diverse skill set because all we all go basically we just study the same thing yeah <laughs> Uh, all colleges have this uh, foundation um so i guess that that's what that's what will make the students stand out um, and i would say also um if you so don't don't always be um of course having a 4.0 like having all 100% uh is very good but if you will have to make a trade off i would say that have a very like good uh, gpa but also at the same time have this Maybe side project or this super cool school project, because it, it's not a guarantee that if you just have a hundred percent in all your classes, then you're you're gonna get to a top company. There are many students who have that.
0: <laughs> awesome, cool. So maybe the final question: What yeah. advice would you give to all the aspirants out there?
1: Okay, so. Okay, I don't want to make it so philosophical, <laughs> but I I would say that if you uh, if you really want to achieve something, that if you really want it, like there there is nothing that's gonna stop you except yourself and your own uh, uh, not fear but like your insecurity. I would say like many people, uh, you know, like the. We, there, there is a lot of competition. So many people may think that, uh, oh, but maybe I'm not good enough. But I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to do well in the interviews. So, I think that you can just. It, it, I know that it's not easy, but you can just like leave aside all your like self-judgment and everything. And I would say that start slowly. So even if you don't have any, uh, especially the students, even if you don't have an interview scheduled or anything, you can just start by as i said earlier practicing and and maybe having like a mock interview with somebody who's uh, more senior maybe like i don't know somebody who has graduated or somebody like me who's been working for a year and something and th- maybe they will be able to point out something that you're not doing properly that, that you haven't realized so so because there are also people and i'm speaking from my experience with my peers that say i did very good in this interview but i don't know why i wasn't um uh, they didn't continue so i guess that it's really important the way you you treat the whole situation That so you you should have you should be able to have um i, I think to like practice beforehand not a lot a lot on the technical side but also on the way that you approach uh, i would say that when you're in front of the interviewer you should be vocal and express what you're saying before starting to write uh, the code i think this is very important and many people just jump into like start starting to code, but the interviewer doesn't know what what's in your mind so i I would say it's rather better to just say what what you think and then continue with the implementation so that even if there's something wrong they can give you hints and tips then just be completely quiet and then solve the question maybe I don't know right or wrong and also one thing is that you should be um don't always go for the most optimal solution. If you have this, uh, and I know many people say this, advice I'm repeating my, like, the advices of other people, that this is super important. Because if you go for the most optimal solution, you may spend most of the time trying to find it. But if you already have like a working solution that maybe is like, not super optimal, you can start from that, and then uh, it's better that if you run out of time, you run out of time with a working solution than with nothing.
0: Uh, It was a wonderful time talking with you, and I hope uh, the audience will be finding much more resourceful information from this interview. So thank you so much, first of all, for accepting my invite and for sharing your story and your tips to become a good software engineer. And uh, I believe at least a few people will be able to become a good software engineer through all these tips. So, yeah, thank you so much. And... uh, any last words?
1: Yeah, thank you. I uh, thank you so much as well. I would really uh, like to help other people um, because I was there. Yeah, I was in their same shoes uh, less than two years ago. So uh, maybe I can share with you some resources that I think are helpful in terms of also learning. Also, uh, books that are, I guess, very good uh, at building your foundations. Like for example, writing clean code. Um, yeah, because maybe I wasn't too detailed earlier in the previous questions, but I will I will share with you some resources. And I don't know if you want to reach out, just reach out on my LinkedIn. I would be more than happy to. just
0: I hope this was useful uh, enough. Stay tuned for more videos. Uh, until then, it's been the Prof. Alexany. See you soon. Bye.